everybody. Welcome back to another edition of The Teardown. My name is Jeff Luck, and I'm along with my co-worker here at The Athletic, Jordan Bianchi. And uh, wow, it's Christmas week already. Jordan's favorite time of the year. Just kidding, Jordan. As, uh, as you know, uh, listeners uh. of The Teardown, uh, we joke about this all year. Jordan, not a fan of, of Christmas. Uh, not, not buying the holiday spirit. Uh, what remind us, Jordan, why, why that is real quick. Okay. Too much pressure to buy the perfect gift Too overly commercialized, too much stress. You grew up in my household with my parents during Christmas time. You would understand. It was like walking on eggshells for 31 days out of the month. It was perpetually thinking that you're going to get screamed at. Let me give you an example of why I hate Christmas. So that's transpired in the last few weeks. Two weeks ago, my mom called me up and says, hey, I'm looking for Christmas gifts for you. What do you What do you got? I'm like, mom, you know what? I appreciate it. I love you. You do so much for me. I don't need anything. I, really, just spending time with you is great. That's not going to be enough. I need a gift. Mom, I'm okay. She goes, no, I need a gift. Hangs up the phone, and then I didn't talk to her for a week. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. Okay, well, maybe I shouldn't have uh, suggested this theme for the episode, but we're going to do <laughs> Christmas gifts for NASCAR drivers from uh, me, Santa Jeff, and you, Santa Jordan. So yeah. as much as you don't like getting people gifts, here I've asked you to come up with gifts for NASCAR drivers and to tell the world about it. So the pressure is extra mounting for Jordan, <laughs> the Christmas lover. But, uh, oh wait, what's that sound? Oh, you hear that, Jordan? <laughs> Oh, 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 wow. That was really it sounds good. like uh, Santa Jeff is coming with his first gift for uh, uh, a driver. And uh, that is uh, a neuralizer. Do you know what that is, Jordan? I do. Isn't that like something from Men in Black or something? That's right, Jordan. You've just aged ourselves uh, because <laughs> I looked this up. Men in Black came out in 1997, by the way. So very possible that people listening to this podcast um, in their early 20s, um, have never seen Men in Black. Uh, so, yeah, I guess it's one of those old people references now. But, yes, it was the device from Men in Black where uh, they'd hold it up and zap uh, your memory, and they would make you forget a certain selective period of time. And Santa Jeff has acquired a neuralizer from Will Smith. He had a couple extra sitting around his house that he didn't need anymore, um, even though they're in high demand because everybody wants to forget 2020. But I'm going to give mine to Kyle Busch, because I just think that Kyle Busch, um, look, I mean, he still won a race this year and all that stuff, but he, to, in order to move on uh, to next year, he's really going to have to uh, wipe the slate clean and have a fresh start with his new crew chief, Ben Bishore. Now, he is going to have some questions because he's not going to understand why Adam Stevens isn't his crew chief anymore because his memory will have been erased and he won't understand why Ben Bishore is his crew chief, but we'll come up with an excuse. But bottom line... We're going to wipe the slate clean for Kyle Busch, erase his memory, and that is going in his stocking from Santa Jeff. I think that's a gift he would actually be very appreciative of because if there was a driver who really just wants to move past 2020, Kyle Busch would be on top of that list. Oh, I hear I hear another person coming. Who's this? It must be Santa Jordan. <laughs> oh, wow. Santa Jordan, what are you bringing for your first NASCAR driver? Well... Young William Byron, who may still believe in Santa Claus. He's so young, by the way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> doesn't have a lot of track time in actual race cars. 
we tend to forget about this a little bit. He only spent one full season in the Truck Series, one full season in the Xfinity Series. He's now three full years in Cup. But other than that, he, he doesn't have a lot of time in full-bodied actual race cars. We know all about his iRacing prowess and everything. And so this, to me, if, if you look at William Byron, a lack of track time is still a detriment to him. We've heard Chad Knauss talk about it a few times where this year when they had no practice sessions, no qualifying, William Byron was really the one driver who really kind of, you know, kind of struggled with that. And for me, William Byron is getting a gift of 30 additional minutes each weekend to have practice. Wow. Very generous. Yeah, I'm a nice Jordan. guy. Don't tell anybody. Wow. Well, I mean, I, I tell you, the other drivers are going to know about this gift because they'll see one car racing around the track uh, by itself <laughs> uh, when, when nobody's getting practice. And, um, yeah, I, I think that uh, they'll, they'll be very jealous of this gift, but William Byron will appreciate it very much. Yeah, I'm not just a Grinch. I'm a giver during the Christmas season. Oh, okay. See, I hear I was calling you the Grinch, so. <laughs> oh, we got another one. Oh, All right. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> We're going to keep doing the bells. So, uh, yes. Uh, well, the bells are, are the you know, you, <laughs> Santa Jeff wears the bells, and so, you know, you can't just take them off. I mean, they're just part of the outfit. That's just, just what it is. Um, anyway, so yes, uh, Santa Jeff has arrived with another gift and this is a very special gift for a young man named Eric Jones, who was on the nice list this year, gets a gift. Now here's the thing. Um, Eric Jones is going to be driving for a team next year, uh, that has cars that are not as fast as the cars that he's used to driving. He's going to need a lot of patience for this. Uh, I'm not going to give him the gift of patience. I'm going to give him something even more special because he's going to have some great days where the car is running in the top 15 and maybe he's going to be tempted to push it over the limit. So uh, I've come up with a special invention to put on his car that automatically triggers when he is running inside the top 15 uh, and he gets near the wall. It's like when, when you're driving one of those uh, auto correct cars, you know, when you kind of drift from your lane a little bit and yeah, it kind of jerks sensor. the steering wheel back. Yeah. So that's going to be on his car and it will prevent him from hitting the wall or making a mistake when he's pressing and inside the top 15, maybe going for that top 10. Uh, he's going to take the finishes. This will allow him to take the finishes uh, that he deserves this year for Richard Petty Motorsports and finish where that car deserves instead of throwing away perhaps a good day. Um, by, by just pushing a little bit too hard to try to get more out of it. Um, so this will be a very useful gift for him. I'm sure he'll be running in the top 15, um, you know, on, on a decent amount of occasions this year, not every week. Um, but uh, this will be a great opportunity for him to not throw those, the, those good finishes away. That's a very thoughtful gift and very creative and, and something Jones really could have used last year because there was quite a few races where he, he had good runs and they just kind of disappeared because of the, the lack of uh, patience, as you said. So very thoughtful gift and something that will certainly come in handy in 2021. Oh, another another gift. Boy, there's some lucky NASCAR drivers here today. Santa Jordan, what is your next gift? Well, we're talking about patience, and my gift is kind of along that line. Trackhouse Racing and Live Fast Motorsports are two new teams coming into uh, the Cup Series in 2021, and they're kind of looking ahead to 2022 a little bit. But in order to get to 2022, they're going to need the gift of patience, the gift of persistence, and honestly, probably a few large donations to kind of help weather uh, what is probably going to be some choppy waters in 2021 with the cost and everything associated with, with starting up a team uh, buying equipment and also preparing 
uh, for the next gen car and everything that goes along with it. This is an expensive venture. It's great to see new teams come into the sport, but Trackhouse Racing and Live Fast Motorsports are going to need patience, persistence, and a few large donations. And that is my gift to them. Well, yeah, I, I would worry a little bit more about, I mean, not, not worry, but I mean, Live Fast is going to be offering on a much tighter budget with different expectations. I mean, Trackhouse. I mean, they're really expecting to be treated as essentially the third RCR car. Sure. Um, so, you know, and, and obviously Suarez comes with uh, a decent amount of money that he was able to bring to that team. So uh, I, th- I think they'll be in, in decent shape to weather the storm for this year um, and, and get to next year. Obviously, Justin Marks, that's part of his whole uh, business plan. I, I think that, uh, you know, ultimately, obviously, anybody could use more money, but... Um, I think they'll the, the patience part is probably more valuable than anything, um, which again that's what a lot of people could use uh, in general this year. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. All right, Santa Jeff is back with another gift, and uh, this is uh, for one Mr. Bubba Wallace. Now you would think right now Bubba has it all; he's got sponsors galore. Uh, the, the money is flowing; he doesn't need any gifts. But uh, guess what he does? He needs um, a super enhanced special Twitter filter that blocks out all vile racist uh, tweets because, trust me, uh, I got caught up in some of those this year when tweeting about various things with Bubba. And, uh, man, you wouldn't believe some of the stuff that I've seen this year. Um, It's not just like the hatred or something or, you know, the, the, the haters from racing stuff or something that, that don't like, but I mean, this is like horribly racist stuff. Now you could argue that Twitter should already have a filter that doesn't allow this kind of thing to be on their service, but they don't. So, uh, I have ordered up a very special Twitter filter so that Bubba won't have to experience this. He'll, he'll still get, you know, plenty of booze at the track. He'll rile people up because he's going to have a more successful year and he's inevitably going to clash with some drivers and make fans mad, make other people mad. He's, he's can be a fiery guy at times, but the racist talk that just goes completely over the line, um, no place for that, obviously. And um, he, you know, nobody should have to see that, uh, let alone someone who's scrolling on to see what people are saying about racing. And it's like, oh, you know, there's that. So uh, I would like to obviously erase that from the world, but at least we can filter it out for uh, Bubba's Twitter feed. Very thoughtful gift, much needed. Unfortunately, uh, it's, it's sad that there's still people out there that uh, can't move past uh, racism and the color of someone's skin. Um, but that's the unfortunate world we live in. But I give a lot of credit to Bubba for how he's handled things because I think he's done a remarkable job. All right, Santa Jordan, what is your next gift for a NASCAR driver? Kevin Harvick is 45 years old. You're not supposed to have the season like he had in 2020 led the series and wins top fives top tens laps led so what i'm going to give kevin harvick for who seemingly has everything is a another bottle of water from the fountain of youth that he apparently drank from before 2020 because he had a heck of a year so in 2021 he gets another bottle of water from the fountain of youth to continue what has really been a the second half of a career that is absolutely stunning since he joined Stuart haas racing and it is remarkable to me I wonder where he we would look at him and his career had he not spent those years at RCR just kind of, you know, with an organization that some years were was good and other years they weren't. First of all, may I ask you where you found this bottle and where I could <laughs> potentially find some? Uh, I'll check with my elves and see if you deserve it or not. We're going to get naughty or nice list this year. 
Okay. Well, I don't know about that. Um, yeah. So as, as far as Harvick, I mean, you know, so he just turned 45 this month, right? As you said, and you know, you're getting to the point now where, you know, most, so I think Jeff Gordon retired at maybe like 44. I want to say Dale Jr. was 44, 45, Jimmy Johnson, 45, Tony Stewart was 45. I think, um, Kenseth the first time was maybe 44 or something. Yeah. I think 45, somewhere in there. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you're really getting to the point now where it's not just, okay, age 39 is the peak age. It's wow. I mean, you're really sort of, uh, getting up to a place where not many successful NASCAR drivers have been aside from Mark Martin. Um, we just don't see people perform that well, um, in their late forties. So, you know, this is something he could really use and it'll be interesting to see if his performance does drop off. Cause you know, he certainly had a phenomenal season, uh, the NMPA of which I'm not a member, but, uh, they just voted, uh, the, that's the national motorsports press association just just voted kevin harvick as their driver of the year even though he didn't m- even make the final four uh but they said he was the driver of the year overall so um we'll see if he can keep that up uh he may really need to be uh using your gift i think otherwise we'll see oops i had a little problem with my bells there getting my bells going <laughs> <laughs> i just had to maybe you should Sorry, put the you bells know. away <laughs> Oh, 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 Santa Jeff is jolly. I don't put the bells away. I have another gift for another NASCAR driver, and that is Ryan Blaney. I want Ryan Blaney to be able to grow a beard like mine, like my Santa Jeff beard if he wants. He's clearly growing that right now. I don't know if you saw his Zoom oh, yeah. from, from last week. Uh, people, we, you know, There's a couple screenshots going around, uh, including on my Twitter feed if you want to go back and look. But he has a mountain man-style beard. Um, getting real long and thick. If it was white, I mean, you, it could pass for a Santa beard for sure. And, uh, you know, I think Ryan, this, Ryan Blaney likes to grow these kind of things. I mean, this is him. This is his personality. You know what I mean? And obviously, uh, Team Penske, uh, they like to, you know, people to be a little bit more clean cut. Roger Penske's not going to let that fly during the season. But perhaps Ryan Blaney would be a, a happier dude, uh, just feel more like himself if he's allowed to do this. So, um, I say for the last three months of the season, including the playoffs, uh, he can grow a pre-playoff beard and a playoff beard, run that thing as long as he wants. I'm giving him a Penske pass. Uh, Santa has negotiated with Roger Penske, the captain, uh, had to give some extra gifts to the captain this year, uh, including a non, um, non-postponed Indy 500 will be a gift for him. That's a little bonus there. Um, so th- I had to negotiate that, but, uh, Ryan Blaney will be able to grow his beard for the last three months of the season. Once he starts off clean shaven, then we can go from there. Uh, two things. One, you negotiating with Roger Penske is something I'd like to see. Cause I don't think anybody who negotiates with Roger comes out ahead in those deals. <laughs> and two, I think you hit on a good point with Ryan. It like he, he's, he's, it, he just seems, I don't know. There's just this personality to him. I don't know what it is. It's just, there's something about it when he has this, you know, he's kind of in the off season mode. His personality kind of shines through, and it would be nice to see him kind of be able allowed to do that. And I know Penske's made some concessions, and they kind of let him get away with a little bit more than they have in the you know drivers in the past. But you know, we talk about it. We want to see drivers' personality. We want to see them be them their, themselves. And it's you know, and you, when that's kind of stifled to some degree, it's always a you always kind of make you shrug your shoulders a little bit. Oh, the bells are back. It must be another visit from Santa Jordan, the jolliest Santa around. Yeah, yeah Santa that's Jordan. Exactly what I am. 
what else do you have for another NASCAR driver? Uh, this, and I, I talked about Kevin Harvick having, you know, everything. Denny Hamlin is also someone who, who, who has everything. So what do you get somebody who has everything? Well, there is actually one thing missing from Danny, Denny Hamlin's Christmas tree and uh, underneath Denny Hamlin's Christmas tree. And I'm going to give it to him. And that is a championship. He has won everything there is to win in NASCAR just about, but he does not have a championship. And I know we, we've heard of this. We've talked about it. We've heard it a lot. Drivers say, you know, winning a championship in this era doesn't have the same meaning and it's it's going to be looked at differently down the road. I understand that. But I think the reality is if Danny Hamlin's career ends without him winning a championship, that is going to prevent him from being in that higher plateau, kind of regarded as, you know, that next tier of drivers. Uh, you look at it, he's won everything there is to win, but he's come close. He came close this year. That championship is something he does not have. That's his gift. Wow, that's that's a heck of a gift right there. Jeez, the other drivers are going to be really uh, upset that Denny... Now, how are you going to break the news to the other drivers that Santa Jordan left him a championship in his Listen, stocking? You came up, we came up with this idea. We didn't ask about specifics. Now you're really trying to break down this nuts and bolts? Come on, this is, this is way too... You're asking a lot here. Jeff Santa sucks, by the way. He's really mean. All right, Santa Jeff is back with one more one more gift for a NASCAR driver. And we can't leave the the champ off, Chase Elliott. Um, you know, he he certainly deserves a gift. Uh he already's got his championship, so no need to leave him one in his stocking for this year. But uh tell you what, this gift is going to be dual purpose. I'm giving this gift not only to Chase but also to the NASCAR media, and that is a large red solo cup of beer after every one of his wins coming up this year because he certainly seemed uh, to be enjoying his beverage after the Phoenix race, dropped his guard a little bit. I wrote a, a story about that on The Athletic. Um, well, I did, uh, Jeff did, not Sansa Jeff. But um, anyway, if, if we could see that side of Chase more often, uh, you know, sort of the personable, um, you know, letting us in a little bit, not, not having his guard up as much, uh, I think that would be welcome. And uh, beer is sort of the magic elixir um, along those lines or whatever uh, adult beverage he chooses. Um, so I will uh, give him this pass. When, whenever he wins a race, obviously you have the beverages in victory lane, but on his way into the media center, he will immediately be handed another red solo cup full of an icy, frosty beverage uh, that he can enjoy while he's going through his media rounds. And uh, it will be a gift for both parties there. It's a win-win across the board. And I think that's the one thing that jumped out to me about Elliott this year is is his kind of willingness to kind of let that guard down a little bit. We talked about Phoenix in you know, the post celebration and how he was able to just kind of kind of open up than he ever has before. Also, go back to Darlington in Charlotte earlier in the year, gets crashed at Darlington, walks on the racetrack, gives Kyle, Kyle Busch the finger. That was great. He wins at Charlotte, the Truck Series race, and then does kind of a bow to kind of stick it to Kyle Busch. And it's just like those kind of moments where you realize, you know, there, there's there's personality there. There's a there's a, there's something more to Chase Elliott than just being the son of Bill Elliott and NASCAR's most popular driver. I think that those moments are great, and they help Elliott connect with his fan base even more, and, and really help Elliott earn even more fans who maybe aren't connecting with him for whatever reason. They say, you know what, this is a guy who's got some personality and is fun, and. I think that would go a long way to, to helping NASCAR in some ways too. All right. Well, Santa Jeff is returning to the North pole, but Santa Jordan has one more delivery to make to NASCAR driver before he uh, turns into the Grinch again. 
God. so <laughs> who who is your last NASCAR driver that gets this wonderful gift? Well, Brad Keselowski throughout 2020 wanted the gift of a long-term high dollar contract extension. Um, he thought he was going to get that with team Penske and that didn't materialize. So I'm not in a position where I can tell Brad that this is the opportunity that you're going to get, but I am going to give Brad is a gift card for that long-term extension. (laughs) And it's up to him to figure out where to use that gift card at. Maybe he uses it at team Penske. Maybe he shops around a little bit and discovers that there's something he wants at Chip Ganassi racing or Hendrick motorsports or wherever. But that's for him to decide he's getting a gift card of a long-term high-dollar contract extension. I was wondering if gift cards were going to come up. Gift cards are such a popular gift. You know, it's sort of like, look, man, I really don't know what to get you. Uh, Hey, here's an Amazon gift card. Here's a Starbucks gift card. Uh, Look, I like gift cards. They, you know, most of them, they never expire. Uh, Now, you may lose them at some point um, and, and find them years later and be like, oh, I had a gift card. Sweet. Um, but you know, uh, I think a gift card for a long-term contract, that's, that's great. But on the other hand, where is he going to be able to use this gift card? I mean, uh, most of the stores are closed and not accepting these gift cards at the moment. It seems for Brad Kozlowski, a long-term deal. I mean, where is he going to go? Like you said, there's no expiration date on this. And if you look ahead a little bit, there's stores maybe opening at team Penske at Chip Ganassi racing. Uh, a Hendrick Motorsports, uh, maybe a Joe Gibbs race. There, there are going to be op- there are going to be rides. Hendrick big rides Motorsports. Open with- Hendrick, the inns, the inn is full. No room at the uh, inn. Alex Bowman's only, uh, Alex Bowman's got an expiring contract. Uh, I I don't. Think uh, I, I'm not. Listen, 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 the Brad is not going to give him the 48, and then they're going to boot him. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't think. I think Alex Bowman's going to resign with Hendrick Motorsports. And Hendrick Motorsports has had opportunities to to sign Brad Keselowski, and they have passed. I am just saying that right now, if you look at the landscape, there are potential openings there. I don't think Alex Bowman's going anywhere. They're not going to put him in the 48 with Ally and, and move him out. And it's expected that he's going to be there. But right now, that's just the current landscape. What I'm hearing here is that you are offering... You, Santa Jordan, are offering Brad Kozlowski a long-term deal. The new car's coming in next year, and you're trying to position yourself to make Santa Jordan racing, steal Kozlowski away from Penske, and start your own deal. Probably with a new manufacturer. Yeah. Ho, 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 racing. (laughs) Don't ask about who our sponsors are going to (laughs) be. Fair enough. Fair enough. Ho, 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 racing. Well, Jordan, that was a very nice dose of christmas cheer from you <laughs> 20 plus minutes that's more than i thought i could get out of you this year for this christmas cheer so uh, yeah i'm good for i'm good for 12 months now what should we give our listeners for a gift um i don't know but i will tell them a hearty thank you i uh, appreciate the support appreciate the kind words appreciate you listening and reading and being subscribers to the athletic without you we couldn't do what we do um thankful every day for you guys uh we love what we do and uh we're glad you're part of the team yeah, no, I I, uh, I think we should um, give them the uh, the note the the gift of going out on a positive note with Jordan instead of having people be grumpy for Christmas. Uh, but I think what what we should give Jordan as a gift, um, if for all of you listening in return, is that everybody should just tweet at him, "Merry Christmas, Jordan," because he loves this time of year so much. Uh, of course, not everybody celebrates Christmas, but uh, Jordan especially. Um, I think should get lots of Christmas cheer. So uh, I think that would, you would just get a kick out of that for day after day this week. 
people You're telling the world's you. worst Santa Claus. Just <laughs> FYI. <laughs> this is your for, this is the version of putting coal in your stocking is asking people to give you <laughs> Merry Christmas wishes. <sighs> but yeah. uh, everybody um, looks like on the the calendar that we have here that uh, we won't have an episode next week, and then we'll be, we will be back January third for the new year. Probably with a New Year's resolutions for NASCAR episode um, coming up on January 3rd. So it'll be uh, just like we took last week off. It'll be another week cap. And then um, looking at things here, it looks like uh, then we'll be flowing in. That that may start the every week return. So uh, just a couple weeks off here uh, during the Christmas um, and New Year's holiday season. And uh, then we'll be back with you on the regular weekly schedule. Um, we did, we got some nice tweets this week from people who had actually uh, missed the podcast, Jordan. Um, yeah, that was nice. I don't, I'm not good at responding to everybody's tweets, and I apologize for that. But it is nice to see the messages, and it's really cool to see the support. People actually like this because I we, every time we do this podcast, I just I, I get done recording, and I'm like, man, we, why would anybody want to listen to us? But there are a lot of great people that listen to us, and they say some wonderful things, and it uh, it, it definitely warms my cold dead heart. Well, like Corey Givens, see. Givens11 on Twitter said, Tough week at the gym this week solely because there wasn't my weekly teardown episode to listen to while I run. Ready for next week. So um, now we've had to break the news to Corey here that he's going to have another tough week at the gym. But uh, we do appreciate Corey and everybody else listening. Uh, you know, it's it's nice to be missed. I mean, you know, obviously we want to give you the, you give, give you guys the content, but I mean, you know, feel free to stroke our ego and say that you miss us. So, you know, no problem. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, everybody, thank you so much again for listening. We hope you have a great holiday, uh, a great new year, and we will talk to you in 2021 when hopefully there's a lot better things to come for everybody listening to this episode. So uh, thanks again, and we'll talk to you next time on The Teardown.